Hello, today we are talking about creating engaged readers. This is Author Nation Interviews, and I'm your host, Melody Ann. Many authors are feeling stranded, like they're trying to communicate with the world from a desert island. Author Nation brings authors together and provides resources, support, and accountability to succeed, whether you are already published or have a seed of an idea. Head over to authornation.online and download our ebook, Publishing Possibilities, a guide to making informed decisions. The URL is scrolling past you right now, and it is in the description. Let's welcome our guest. Frederick Dudek is an author, soon to be podcaster of a podcast called Business Superfans. He's a speaker and sales and marketing executive with over 30 years of experience achieving breakthrough sales and sales as sales and performance results in domestic and global business markets. He's led corporate sales and marketing efforts in the SaaS industry, that's service as software as a service, pardon me, and now in the interpretation and translation industry. Let's welcome Frederick. Hello, hey, how are you today? Hey, I'm well, thank you. How are you? All right, I have to I have to ask you a first question that's a little bit not about what we're talking about, but I'm so curious. I grew up on a, I grew up on a farm, but you grew up in a vineyard, and so yes. what was well, that? No, no, I, just... I didn't grow up there. Right. Let me clarify. I was sure. three months old. I was screaming. I was uh, born in France, Bordeaux, and I was screaming. They stuck a pacifier in me and said, "Shut up! You're coming to the United States." And I had no say in the matter. But I was fortunate that as a uh, as a young child, my parents would go back to France, and I would spend time. And, and my grandfather's vineyard and just learned a lot about the culture and that kind of get turned me on to the in, you know the international travel bug and I've been traveling yeah. since yeah and fine wine yes right yeah yep. which you know I I think it sounds like a dream to live in a vineyard this is you know, for me right it's like well, be oh, wonderful. It was, yeah it was, I mean I got I still have pictures I mean it, a lot of it's been sold off and turned into a subdivision unfortunately oh, but yeah but back in the day you know it was it was cool and you know my uncle would take me down into the wine cellar and uh you know look around and right out of the barrel you know yeah. a little shot of wine and you know and I was like ah I still sounds smell beautiful. that cellar so yeah, that sounds wonderful. Where do you make home now? Uh, right now, I'm in uh, Cave Creek, Arizona, is nice. uh, where I'm where I'm set up. All right, and I, I have to ask because sales is one of those things that everyone is either afraid of, or they hate, or they think it's icky. And you know, I I want to know, like, how do you approach sales? What do you think of when you think of sales? Well, really. It's an excellent question. And the reality is we're all in sales, whether we like it or not. And I'll just give you a simple example is the fact that, you know, you're debating where you're going to go out to dinner or what you want to eat. So it's, it could be pizza or we can go out to the restaurant. We'll order in or we'll go out as an example. Well, someone's going to have to sell the other person on which one that they want to go. Well, you know what? I really haven't had pizza in a long time. Let's just order in. I don't feel like going out. We'll order in and everything else. So the other person goes, ah, okay, I'm, I'm okay with that. You just made a sale. Yes. It's, it's that simple. You know, kids are the best salespeople on the planet. Uh, you know, because if you think about it, you know, they're, they're sitting there and says, okay, you know, mom, can I buy this? Well, I don't know. I have to ask your dad. Well, Dad, mom says I she I can buy this if you say it's okay. You know, I'll, I'll take out my garbage. I'll I'll take out the garbage. I'll make my bed. I'll do my homework on time. Yeah. 
you know, yeah. all this stuff. And then they play the parents back and forth. That's yep. a sales job. Yes. Know? Yes. And they're great at it because they don't know any better. And yes. They, and they usually get the order. Yes. You know, they usually and get their way. And my kids, one of their superpowers was to not give up if they wanted something, right? A lot of people, they'll call a potential client once, the client will say no, and then they'll never call back. Well, if you take less sales lessons from my kids, you will not only ask once, <laughs> you will ask until the answer is yes, right? So there's yeah, another the, lesson. Yeah, the sale usually happens after the eighth, eighth uh, conversation with somebody. So uh, yes. it doesn't happen just like that. Yes, exactly. No, thank you so much. And I have to say that kids are the best salespeople, but I think some of the best sales training can be being a parent, right? Trying yeah. to convince your kid to do something they don't want to do. That's a, that's a good sale too, right? Right. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Right. Yeah, perfect. So. What are some of the most challenging things you've had to sell? Um, Probably the most challenging is stuff that's intangible that you can't really put your hands on it, and uh, you know, and getting somebody to understand that what it'll do for them without them being able to see it, touch it, feel it, and and that's that takes us a, a unique way of presenting the aspect. Um, I used to sell manufacturing software. And one of my approaches was I really never talked a lot about the product because at the end of the day, you know, there was other competitors out there. They all do the same job. Okay. This one's blue. That one's green, et cetera. You know, and it, this turns left, this one turns right. It's immaterial. I was always focusing is where did the business want to be in a couple of years? What's their objective? And what was their challenges that they're experiencing with the existing technology? And then how could this help accomplish their objective? So we got out of the, you know, the widgets and the, and the features and the functions. And we started talking business strategy of where they wanted to go, how they wanted to get there, and how this could potentially help them to do it. And that eliminated a lot of the competition because they were busy talking, well, we can do it this way better. We can do it that way better. And I'm talking about let's make some money and help grow your business. And this is yeah. just a vehicle that helps you get there. Yeah. No, outcomes, outcomes, outcomes. It's something I, I say to authors. It's like, it's great to talk about your book, but, you know, instead of saying my book, this, my book, that, it's outcomes, right? Correct. What, yep. wh who will you be when you're finished reading the book? That that matters, right? Same so. thing in sales. That's that's exactly the way I sold is, And, you know, companies would would grow. And, I mean, there's a, there's a company that, you know, would, would last time I went there, they wouldn't let me in. They held the door closed. Uh, and I was going, what's up guys. And they go, well, every time you walk in here, you cost us a hundred grand. You know? <laughs> but it was like, well, yeah, but let's review. You start out as a 40 man company. You bought the building next door. You built the breezeway. You bought the building on the other side and built the breezeway between those two buildings. You own another one in, in the Carolinas. You know, you're about a 200 man company today. You know, it was, but it was, they were just yeah. being humorous, but yeah, the reality yeah. was, you know, yeah, every year I would, they would spend a hundred thousand with me and, and yes. they were one of my best customers and my best referral source because they were a super fan of me. And, but I helped them get to where they wanted to go and where their vision was. Lovely. Yeah. I love that. <laughs> Holding the door shut. <laughs> let's talk about super fans because you, you wrote a book. So let's start with what is a super fan. Can you define that for us? 
Well, uh, the idea be- uh, came is, uh, is is really taking sports and in, and incorporating it to business. Mm-hmm. So the best way to explain what a super fan is in a sports world is, uh, you know, you look at uh, what's called around the world football, uh, but in the United States we call it soccer, mm-hmm. but it's football. Uh, so we we'll call world football, and then there's American football. And uh, then we've got, you know, baseball and all those games. But you'll see a fans there that, you know, guys and gals that got their faces painted, they're wearing the jerseys, they got the hats, they're waving the banners and all that kind of stuff. That's a that's a super fan for that team, right? Yes. Yes. Is that team paying them for that? No. Yeah. Are they probably making money from that merchandise that these people are buying? Well, well, the thing is, the company's making money from the super fans. The super fans are the ones paying. Exactly. That's it. So my idea was, okay, why can't a business go about and create their own super fans that are out there promoting the business? And so I did a lot of research on this. And this is one of my sales styles. And that's why I had mentioned, you know, this one company. They were my super fans. They were my referral source. I mean, you know... um, I just real quick is my one of my records in fastest sales was 30 minutes to sell $60,000 worth of hardware and software. And the whole the sale process was the time writing up the order on the computer and faxing it from their fax machine to corporate to get the thing because the guy came in and basically says, Jack says, I need to get this. How much? How fast? And what do I need to do? Right. And and so because my super fan, this you know, a manufacturing company had already promoted me to, yes. to this company. So from a yeah. business aspect, I look at taking your customers, your employees, and your business alliance partners, because they're really all intertwined, if you really stop and think about it, and yeah. elevate them or convert them into, you know, instead of brand advocates, which is what everybody calls them, I call them business super fans because they want to promote that business. They yes. want to tell everybody, man, I work at this really cool company. They take care of me, all this stuff. That's the employee. The customer says, man, these guys are great in customer service. They take care of us. The business partner says, man, we have a great relationship. We pass business back and forth. That's what it is. Yeah, brilliant. So your book, Creating uh, Creating Business Superfans, that's the name of it. It's been out for about a year now. So tell me a little bit about that journey. Well, um, that was was an interesting, it's something I had wanted to do for a long, long time. And I've started and stopped and started and stopped. And then I thought about starting, but I didn't, but I stopped. (laughs) And so I didn't get started. And uh, I met some people that basically, you know, that, could help in in getting something going, could help get it published. And I actually started talking with other people that were involved, book writers and et cetera. And it is like, oh, well, this is really possible. And so I started down writing something and then I ran it by a couple of people and it says, oh, okay, it's not bad, but nothing super exciting. You know, it's not jumping out at me, you know? And so, I, you know, my ego got punched in the face you know but but you know i I figured okay i start over and then that's when this business super fans kind of idea came about and then i started talking to a few people and it says that's really pretty cool idea and uh you know and then my twist was you know there's people that you know are experts and 
customer engagement, customer retention. But, you know, stop and think about it. That's just a silo conversation. Then there's people that are employee motivation, employee engagement, and employee retention. But that's another silo, you know. And, and then nobody ever talks about the business partners, the complementary business partners, like a flooring and painting guy. Nobody ever talks about how, how to build that partnership. And so I took all three and combined all three because they're really intertwined. And so then I started, you know, putting some ideas down and then I would run it by my companionette uh, and say, hey, you know, what do you think? And she liked it. And then, you know, I ran it by a couple of friends and then it, it got to the point where how many words could I throw down per day? And so she would turn around and ask me, so, okay, how many words did you do? I says, well, I did 1,300 today. Oh, wow. Yeah. You know, yeah. let's, you know, go for 1,500 tomorrow. And yeah. so the next day, you know, I, got, I threw down 1,500. And that became my motivation is like, wow, you know, this is turning into something. And, yes. uh, you know, and that was how it all got started. Yeah. And so uh, just so you know, that's, that sounds like a very um, usual journey. To, you know, I want to write a book, start something, somebody punches you in the gut with it and you think, I can't write a book and then imposter syndrome. And then, you, you know, if you if you persevere and you like look for that right idea and, uh, you know, eventually you get there. And then once you start writing and getting support, right, once you start writing and building that momentum, then right. things really start to, to ha happen. So right. not, it, starts to, it starts to gel and then. It starts to do it, and then you run. You, you, what I did is I passed it out to a couple. I actually passed it out to who would be my my ideal reader, and yes. I got them to read it yeah. and give me some feedback on it. And they were going like, "Okay, this is not bad," or you know, "You need to change this," or you yes. know, "You forgot this whole area." And it was like, "Oh, good point." And so, but and so that created that created my energy. Yes. Yeah. And, and good on you for getting feedback. That is really, really important. All right. If you're listening in uh, live or the replay, um, you can learn more about Frederick at frederickdudek.com. The link is on the screen right now or it's in the show notes. All right. Uh, so who is this book for? Is this corporate sales? Is this for small business? Is this for solopreneurs? Who is this really for? Uh, the book is geared for solopreneurs and small to medium-sized businesses. Um, it, it talks about, you know, uh, prospecting, how to, you know, how to identify what is your ideal market. So, you know, one of the things that I did when I started working on the book was, you know, what's my avatar? Who's my market? And that took a little while to put together. But once I put the, that together, I kind of knew what direction I wanted to go and who I wanted to talk to. And so, you know, you've got the, you know, the, you know, I'll, I'll just use this industry as one of the industries I target is the home improvement industry. You know, they, you know, they do great work, but, you know, they, unfortunately, you know, you've, and we can, we can all have experienced this. We've called in somebody to fix something at the house or, or add something or replace something and we never hear from them again. Right. And it's like, dude, or do that, you know, <laughs> that's a customer. Here's they know people, you know, they, but they, they do a great job and they say, okay, thank you. See you. And you never hear nothing. They don't check up six months later. How's yeah. everything going? How's the new kitchen or how's the bathroom? Do you know anybody? Nothing. And yeah. so that was one of my markets that I really wanted to say is, you know, you're leaving money on the table because you've got someone that's super happy, 
that could become a super fan, but you're not engaging them to convert them into telling all their friends about what you've done. Yeah. Oh, that's yes, absolutely. And I think authors uh, are the same. I think they struggle with the same thing, right? You sell a book, but you don't follow up. How are you enjoying the book? Did you get to chapter three? Did you notice this point? Did you, you know, I talk about sending emails out to readers and right. engaging with them and saying, hey, you know, if you had questions about chapter three, email me back. Now we're having a conversation, right? Now we're building relationships. So tell me what's different between, you know, you know being in corporate and having that big sales team and being a solopreneur and having to do it all yourself. Well, like, what are, what are some of the differences? Well, the differences is actually there is, there's differences, but then there's a lot of uh, commonality mm -hmm. because uh, one of the biggest things, whether it's a large corporate team, corporate organization, or it's, you know, the one man band, a solopreneur, the reality is you got to follow up. And that's where people basically are worded, frankly, is do a face plant because they do not follow up. Yes. They're afraid to follow up. And, and they look at the phone and says, well, I'll call them, to, you know, in, an, in a couple hours. A couple hours go by and they don't make the phone call. And well, I'll shoot. I'll just do it tomorrow. And follow up is the secret. Um, yeah. and, and whether you're whether you're a one man band or like I say a solopreneur, small business or large you know corporation with a sales team, follow up is, is the biggest thing. Um, and speed, speed of the of the connection. I've closed more sales in super short amounts of time because I was the first to respond back to the inquiry even though they were reaching out to different companies, I was the first to respond, first to acknowledge their need and first to offer a solution. And, and that sets an, uh, an expectation for the competitors that if they're not doing it, they got zero chance. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So the secret to sales is in the follow-up. Absolutely. The follow-up okay. and speed. Speed, follow you gotta be, you, you know, because... You know, you, you get an inquiry, someone comes to your website and submits an inquiry for a service, a product, et cetera, and you don't respond to them for a day. Yeah. What do you, what's the impression of that person? Well, they don't really care about me. They're not that interested in my business. If right. you respond within 15 minutes to that person, they're like, oh, wow, thank you for this. You know, the first thing that happens is thank you so much for the speedy response. Appreciate yeah. it. And you're in. I mean, it's it's really that simple. You're in. It's yeah. speed and follow up. Yeah, beautiful. Thank you. And so, what what will we find in the book? Is it is it a system that you're explaining step by step, or is it like tell us a little bit about what's in the book? Okay. Um, well, the, the book looks like this, and so there's me and my companionette. Oops, there we go. We, and we got our faces painted, you know, as as super fans, just like a sports team. But it, each chapter is designed to be uh, self-inclusive. So a lot of books that I read, and I have a whole wall full of them, is, you know, you read the whole thing. It's a good story. Or it's a bunch of stuff. But then it's like, where do I go back for this technique that they, and you got to flip through and try to find it or you have to highlight it. And then you still got to find where your highlight is. 
So I created this a little bit different. I broke it into different chapters, but each chapter addresses the three groups, which is customers, employees, and business partners. So, you know, one of the chapter that I, that I talk about in the book is, uh, well, we talked about follow-up. So why follow-up is super important. So I talk about follow-ups for customers. I talk about follow-ups with customers. I talk about follow-up with your business partners. And then there's what's different is there's a lot of bullet points in here of things to do and, and why you should be doing them. So I've got stories as well as, you know, uh, you know, like a text follow-up and, and why you should be doing a text follow-up, social media follow-up, you know, video follow-up. You know, we've got all these smartphones. You can send somebody via instant messaging, a quick video, you know, hey, Melody, just want to ch check out and see if you got the information. You got some questions. Poof, it comes up and now it's, it's engaging. It, and they're going, wow, that's pretty cool. I didn't even think of doing that. You know, yes. it's all in that one chapter. And then what I did is uh, we you talked about, you know, the engagement afterwards. Each chapter ends up with a little bit of a questionnaire that says, OK, how do you rate yourself from zero to 10 on that chapter and your skill set and, and what are you doing? And then you can go to the scorecard wheel, which is like a dartboard. And, and there's one in the, in the on the back of the book, but then you can also download this for free. And you put your dots where you end up from, you know, zero to ten. Ten being the you know the center, just like a dartboard. And then you connect the dots, and you realize that your wheel isn't really quite smooth. And so then there's an action plan put in here of the things that you need to do, resources that you need, etc., to improve in let's say my appreciation. Uh, abilities that I'm doing to my employees. Right, right. So um, it sounds like it's a really, really, it is a take action book. Yes. Which I love. And so can you just back up about the scorecard a little bit? So the scorecard helps you figure out what areas you're doing well in and what areas you need improvement in. Is that, can you just back up and help us yes. with that a bit? That is correct. So, you know, you can say, okay, for example, in, um, let's just pick one of the areas here. So for example, in recognition, okay, am I recognizing my customers uh, for their business success? Okay, if you're a B2B customer, okay, or your business is B2B, I'm sorry. Uh, or am I recognizing my employee? Am I recognizing my business partner uh, which is not a business partner, but a complementary business. So I call it really business alliance partner. So yes. think f simple analogy, flooring and painting. They go together. You get new carpet or new, you paint the new walls, you hate the floor, you replace it. So those are two separate businesses. They're complementary. Yes. So am I recognizing them? Am I, you know, uh, for their efforts and the, and the referrals and all that stuff? And if you say, eh, I probably could do better on a zero to, on a zero to ten, where do I see myself? I see myself at probably a four because I, I I I don't do it enough. Yeah. And then I can continue. And then I say, okay, well, geez, I'm not, you know, I got a lot of work to do. So if I implement some of these things, where do I see myself in sixty days? And I says, okay, I went from a four to a seven, you know, and, mm. and that's the intent behind it. And when am I going to do the things, uh, you know, um, you know, one of my sayings is people will crawl through broken glass for appreciation and recognition. You know, tell me I'm wrong. 
Yeah. Mm, people want to be seen. People want to be heard. They want to be validated and appreciated. Right. This is this is what we this is what we're all after in the end. Right. And so yeah. that's so I, I tell them ways to do that yeah. and so that they can send their appreciation. It says, OK, I just knocked this one thing off. I did this. I recognize somebody for their efforts at the at the office. I recognized a customer. I congratulated a customer because you know, they, they're, they got promoted in, in, in some department, et cetera. Yeah. And now all of a sudden you say, okay, I went from a four to a seven and what else can I do in, to improve my appreciation to the people that I need to appreciate? Yeah, that's brilliant. Thank you. That's absolutely brilliant. So I, I want to kind of take this idea of super fan. And so when you were writing the book, how how did you ensure that you were going to engage readers? Um, the way I did it is is basically it's a simple read. So I made sure it's a simple read, and then there's just action items that don't a lot of them that don't cost money. It's probably stuff that you knew that you needed to do, but you don't do. You forgot to do. Um, you know, some of the feedback that I got from the people that I had read it that to give me feedback was, you know, wow, um, I used to do that and I stopped doing that. Mm. And I don't know why I stopped doing that, but I'm going to start doing that again because it used to work. And I just, right. just got sidetracked. Uh, yeah. So those were a lot of the different feedbacks that I got was that this isn't hard to implement. Uh, as an example, a customer that I, that I consulted they're in Michigan. They, they make pot pies. Actually, they're called Great Lakes Pot Pies. And, you know, she started out in her kitchen and I met her at a Panera Bread and I gave her some business advice uh, and, and help with some of the digital marketing ideas. And today they're, you know, they opened up a store during the pandemic. By the way, I wrote this book during the pandemic <laughs> and um, they've they've grown, but and they've done well. They've been on TV and all that kind of stuff. But they they read the book and it was, ah, we never thought of a referral program. Mm -hmm. And so they put together a referral program and then they put together a loyalty program that I talk about. Mm -hmm. And that's just skyrocketed their sales to where they bought the building, not bought, but they moved into the adjacent uh, storefront. So now they're a double storefront. Um, yeah. So, yeah. yeah. And so how did you create super fans for the book? as you were writing it? Uh, basically helping the businesses, some of the people that I've coached, just like I mentioned Great Lakes Pot Pies, implement some of the things we talked about. And, and so they're one of my super fans because not only has their business grown, they've implemented stuff that keeps repeating the business because of the mm -hmm. loyalty program that they created and they created a referral program and stuff. And so they're one of my super fans. So most of my customers that I've done consulting with, they're still my customers 10 years later. Right, right. And so when you were writing the book, did you tell them about the book? Did you, yeah. you know, were they, were they excited about it coming out? Like, tell us a little bit about, were you, you know, emailing them about it? Were you putting it out on social media? Were you, when you're talking to them, were you like, hey, you know, there's a book coming out? Like, tell us a little bit about how you kind of built the buzz, built the excitement and built those, you know, excited your fans into super fans about the book. I, I reached out to a lot of my customers that I was consulting either in a digital marketing space, uh, helping them grow their space. And those were, you know, you know, one of them is a, 
uh, an oncologist, I think that's pronounced correct. They work with diabetes and all that stuff. Okay. Yeah. It was a customer of mine for 10 years. I did all their digital marketing and, and helping him with his branding and stuff. And, you know, he was, I, I sent it to him and, and says, Hey, I appreciate your feedback. And this guy, you know, speaks all over the world. I mean, he's a very well renowned doctor. And, you know, he gave me some feedback, uh, you know, and, and actually gave me one of my early test, you know, testimonials and i'll just re read what he basically said uh is business super fans is a very easy read with practical valuable down-to-earth recommendations from an experienced salesman and entrepreneur uh what might not be so easy for a new or struggling small business person is actually is the actual implementation of the components of this of the strategies that is why we don't uh have enough thriving businesses with their own super fans. If you are thinking about starting from scratch or reinvigorating your existing business, see if you can put in place these valuable bits of advice and see results. Nice. Bloomberg and, Diabetes Institute. No, oh, so. nice. So you you st you stayed in touch with people while writing the book. You asked for feedback. You know, now their name is in the book, right? You've talked about them in the book. They've given a testimonial. So to me, this sounds like a, a virtuous circle. So you've yes. built this, this, you know, I don't just sell something and walk away. And I don't just sell a book and walk away. Now I'm starting a conversation and now I'm building a relationship. And so it sounds to me, and correct me if I'm wrong, the foundation of a super fan is that relationship. It's how they feel about you and how they feel about what you do. Yep, yep, and that's why I'm starting the Business Superfan podcast to take it to another level, to talk about success stories, to talk about challenges of businesses and things that they can do and what worked for somebody else that this guy didn't think of and, and et cetera. But, yeah. you know, it's, I remember a long time ago when I first got started in the software industry, like a few days ago, like lots of days, yes. um, there was a there was a manager that really inspired me about managing people and we were working uh to do a presentation for the following day and we had prepared you know a couple days in advance and this was the night before and so we were burning the midnight oil we were working late at night uh you know and getting prepared making sure dry rehearsal blah 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 you know showbiz and mm -hmm. uh you know he comes in with a couple pizzas some beer and sits down with us at 11 o'clock at night and says, all right, what's going on? We sat there. We had, a, you know, I ate some pizza in the office, had a few beers. And he says, all right, guys, you know, don't stay up too late. But, you know, do what you guys got to do, you know, tomorrow. So we did next morning. I didn't I, I had my suit in the car. So we just, you know, changed in the office. Well, I actually went to the gym and came to the office. But, yeah. And uh, next day was game day, you know, showtime. And then when we all got done, he basically came in and says, great job. I, you know, Thursday was the, the demo day. He says, I'll see you guys Monday. Get out of here. And, you know, but he appreciated us. He recognized us. He was with us. He encouraged us. And it was like, you know, that whenever that guy, his name was Tom, whenever Tom asked for anything, we were all, yeah, we're in, you know, because yeah. of the way he treated us. Yes. So respect, not working you to death, not you worked really late Thursday. Therefore, you have to work really late Friday. It's you worked really late Thursday. Take Friday off and see you on Monday. Right. Yeah. Because, yeah. you know, you it's, you know, like I say, people crawl, crawl through broken glass for appreciation and recognition. He recognized their efforts. 
He appreciated it. He showed gratitude. And, you know, we would we would crawl through broken glass for Tom because he respected us and and encouraged us to be better than what we were. Yeah. Yeah. I want to go back a little bit. You you started writing a book. And then you, you know, you, you kind of, as you said, got punched in the gut, something happened, it, you know, kind of, ugh, is this really what I want to do? And then you kind of found your topic and you started building again. And then you started communicating with people and getting feedback. How did that process? Because one, one thing I believe, let me back up a little bit. One thing I believe is if you want engaged readers, be an engaged writer. Right. It's one thing I believe. So how did that process of reaching out to people and getting feedback and and creating this this conversation, how did that make you an engaged writer? Well, once once people started to say, that's a really that's a good idea. I like I like where you're going with this. Uh, you know, that's you know, when I first started talking about, you know, the business super fans idea. And, you know, I was actually meeting with the business coach and I'm going, I'm struggling with the name, you know, I mean, you know, super fans, someone else has got super fans. How do I differentiate myself? Blah, blah, blah. And he just goes, why don't you just call it business super fans? And I'm like, Duh, that's the obvious, you know, and the light bulb went off, but I was just brainstorming with the business coach. That's a, that's, you know, a, a friend and he's one of my readers and, and uh, testimonial people, but he was, you know, saying this is good, and he's a writer, you know, and and he was basically saying, you know, you've got a good good idea here, run with it, and and so I then I talked to somebody else, and I talked to you know somebody else. I went, you know, I did a lot of going out to networking events, and so there's a lot of solopreneurs, and I would ask questions, and you know, what do you think if what if there was a book or method that would help you to create people that would help promote your business and wouldn't cost you anything? Would that be of some interest to you? Yeah. They'd be going, yeah, tell me more. You know, okay, well, stay tuned. You know, write their name down. There's there's a potential. And that's how I did it. Yeah, no, that's brilliant. And so did did you just write the book or are there other kind of products and services that you've kind of paired with the book? I am, uh, I'm launching a community as well. It'll be the Business Superfans Accelerator Community. Uh, it's partially built, but I just haven't uh, had the time to take it to the next level. I really want to get the, the the podcast going. The podcast will lead to the community, and the community will be where people have access to me. And I'm still defining how that's going to be, but um, so that you know we can chat about challenges, accountability. You know, that's one of the things I want to incorporate. Is really is okay if you're going to do this. Uh, Jim, when do you plan on having this done, implemented? Let's let's review what you put together. What's your plan? And so I want to have that as part of the community, so that it's a place where people can come and and brainstorm, and that people can be held accountable and make it very cost effective for everybody. Yeah, brilliant. Because books are about transformation, and therefore products and services that you add to it are about transformation. And what you're doing is you're transforming solopreneurs into people who are uh, effective salespeople and know how to build the relationship. So that's that's brilliant. Thank you so much. Um, so I wanted to ask, you had a, because you've been in, in SaaS uh, and you uh, believe in using tools. So not only do you have a book about building your business, you actually share a, uh, a whole set of tools for people. 
And yes. so, if, again, if you're listening on the replay or you're watching live, you can learn what these tools are at businesssuperfans.com forward slash tools. That's also in the show notes. But I just wanted to ask you to tell us a little bit about them. Okay. Well, so, some of the tools are, you know, tools that uh, help you engage with your customers or your employees or keeping track of your business. So, you know, like, I, like you know, one of the things I talk about is, you know, getting testimonials and, and how to get testimonials and different tools of testimonials. But one of the simplest tools is taking up your smartphone. You hold it this way, not this way, this way to record a video. Okay. And you just, and you just ask somebody, do you mind if I get a quick testimonial of what you think of the work that I did right here? Because you just did, let's say you're, um, you know, you just finished remodeling somebody's kitchen okay, and they spent thousands of dollars. Uh, you know, there's a way that you can take a quick video testimonial and do a quick pan of the kitchen. And that, that, that couple or that individual, they're super excited because look at their great kitchen. But then one of the tools I also talk about is, okay, you know, when you're bidding the project, whatever business you're in, is to, for example, differentiate yourself and send them a thank you card through the mail. Okay, to say thank you for the opportunity to bid on this project. Okay, I guarantee the other people aren't doing it. So right off the bat, you stand out and people go, oh, wow, we got a card. They're really interested in doing this business or, you know, our business. And then when you are selected, I tell people another tool, send another card as an example to say thank you for selecting us. And here's what's going to happen over the next couple of weeks and et cetera. Uh, another tool that you can use is uh, a, a product out of Australia that you can send videos to your customers. So you can create videos and you can create a series of them, and it's for use for onboarding customers. So, mm -hmm. again, you can automate it. And here's a little video. Hey, thank you for selecting us, blah, blah, blah. Here's what to expect. Uh, so that's, a, that's another tool that can be utilized, for example. I mean, there's just a multitude of different tools for email engagement, social media engagement uh that i've list on the website there's some that i use personally crms that i use to keep track of when i called somebody when i need to follow up with somebody etc um, so, um and a multitude of different other things that you know i'm expanding and, and utilizing myself or i've tested myself and i recommend to streamline the whole the whole process yeah and i, I love what you're saying because a lot of people think technology is about distancing us, that technology gets in the way of relationships. But what you're saying is, if we use technology to build relationships, then, yes. then we're doing it the right way. So choose the, choose the tools that help you build relationships. Simplify the process of building relationships, not tools that separate you from people. Correct. That's exactly it. That's, you know, the, the tools are, you know, uh, as an example, I, I talk about one of the tools is, uh, um, you know, email marketing and, and you know, and setting up a series of, you know, there's different tools, but not bombarding people like, you know, the company that I work with, with the, inter, you know, the uh, interpreting and translation service, you know, we put out a newsletter, but we do it every 60 days. You know, so it's we're we're not trying to be in their face. They know who we are. We're, we're just trying to stay, you know, hey, we're still here, you know, kind of a, an approach, a soft approach yeah. uh, versus Thanks. boom, you know, every, an email every week 
you know, you get to the point where people go delete, 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 because it's in an indented. Yes. Yeah, actually. Wonderful. Uh, so just before we wrap up, is there anything we've missed? Any other final words you'd like to say? Um, final words, I'd just say if you're, if you're writing a book, you know, stay on mission. Make sure that, you know, if it's a business book primarily, uh, that it's going to take, it's going to help the person read it. That it and more importantly, that it's easy for them to apply the things that you suggest in there. Because one of the things that I've read in books is it's a great idea, but man, to get this thing implemented, just like, you know, Dr. Grunberger said, it was easy to implement. You know, it's, that's something that you want to make sure that they can do easily and get to where they want to get to quickly. Yeah. Brilliant. Thank you very much. Really appreciate that. And thank you for joining us today. Author well, thank you for the one more thing. One more thing. Where can people reach out to you? Sorry, I forgot to ask you. People may want to reach out to you. Where can they get to you? They can get to me to frederickdudek.com. Uh, they can have my contact information there and uh, they can reach out, send an email. The book is available on Amazon um, in physical and it's also available digitally in, you know, in a multitude of different uh, digital book stores. And uh, or they can also go to businesssuperfans.com, but primarily uh, frederickdudek.com. Okay, perfect. And all of those are in the description for anyone who's looking for them. Um, and again, sorry about that. I forgot to ask that. Thank you very much for joining us today, Frederick. Thank you, Melody. Thank you. And, and thank you for joining us today as well. Um, Author Nation is a community of authors for authors. So join us and find your place among other successful nonfiction authors. And next week, we're actually going to be talking to Starlight Monday about building a community around your book.